Perikdalet of Shaftim. One of the main events in Shaftim is the story of the of the Neviah Devarah. The pasuk begins. It says, "Vayisifu b'nei Yisrael la'asay serav enei Hashem ve'ayud meis." Chai Yisrael continued to do it was Rav enei Hashem, and this was after Ayud had been shaved. Before that, he died. And the Meshmosa, the Mepharshim explained over here, is not that necessarily there were big tzaddikim and Ayud was there, like we said before, that they, even in Ayud after, they were always listening to Hashem. But in Ayud Meis, the schus that he had, Yishakayach, as being a leader, so now there is lacking. And therefore, Ayim Kareem Hashem Biyad Yavim Melech Knan, Hashem Malach Mechotza. Hashem sold them the hands of Yavim. The king of Canaan, who had formerly been the king in Chatzar. Now, there's two interesting points in the passage. Number one, before we found always the Lashon that Hashem gave them into the hands of the enemy, by Yitnem Hashem. Here we found a different Lashon, by Yimkarem Hashem. Hashem sold them. And the second thing is, we know what happened to Chatzar. Chatzar is one of the cities that Yeshua conquered and he killed the king. Like we saw in the first Nipsa community of Yeshua. So, what does it mean now that it was the Melech, Yavin Melech Kanan Hashem Malach Bechatzar? So, the Mephoshim have different ways to explain this. Now, let's just finish the Pasuk. Vasar Tzvah Yis Yisra, Vuhu Yeshu Becharesh Sagayim. So, Charesh Sagayim is like a multitude of lots of different nations. So, the Mephoshim explain like this. That Hashem threatened the Klai Yisrael. That because if you're not going to drive out the Sheva Omas clan, so what's going to happen is that they're going to become in control and they're going to rule over you. And like we saw in the end of Yeshua, we saw again when the Navi came in the beginning of Shaftim. Until now, that hasn't happened. Until now, the enemies that Kaishal had had been uh, nations outside of Eretz Israel. Whether it was Christian or Shosanis from Aram, whether it was Eglon, or who was from Moab, there wasn't an internal, so to speak, uh, domination by the people of Canaan. And that's what happens over here. Yavin was the survivor of... Wasn't it Pishim? also. It was a separate Ummah. It wasn't one of... Even though the Masjid was landed from long to Kaya Shul, they went to Shiva Ummah. Right. The... Pishim weren't the seven. Sorry? Pishim weren't from the seven. They were a new Bria of their own, a new nation of their own. They came from Canaan, yes. But it's a... They came from a mixture of things, like the most success. But anyway, the, the seven nations which Kaisal were told to destroy hadn't yet ruled over them. Even the Pishtim, at that stage, just attacked them, hadn't ruled them. Now, what happens here is that Hashem is going to give the Kananim, so to speak, the power over Kal Yisrael. So that's why it says, Vayim Kare. It wasn't just that, that someone else from the outside attacked them. But when, until now, they had been in control of the Knanim, and now Hashem reversed it and made the Knanim, so to speak, in control of them. Now, where were these people? So that's something. So Yavin was from Chatzar. Chatzar was one of the cities that Yeshua conquered, and Yavin was a survivor of Chatzar. And together with all the other Knani survivors who were all over the place, that they, they, was called Harajah Sagayim. It was like a mixture of all the different Ummas who were there. So Yavin became a king over them. Right. Now, it also tells us the name of the general sister because we're going to see that sister was actually more of a, a, a problem, more of a danger 
than the king Yavin himself. Vayitzaku b'nei Yisrael l'Hashem. Klai Yisrael cried to Hashem. Kitesha meyus rechev barzle. He had 900 chariots of iron, which means he was now stronger than they were. They didn't have the ability to match that. And besides that, Hulachas is b'nei Yisrael v'chazka esm shona. He oppressed Klai Yisrael v'chazka for 20 years. Now the Mephoshim asked what Lashem v'chazka. What does it mean that he oppressed him v'chazka? So it's interesting, there are two different Mahalchim you also have in Mephoshim. What is referring to? Rashi he brings the Mirsh al and then it's Bechoska, it means Bechirufim Vegidofim, which means Sisra used the opportunity, it's talking about Sisra, he was Lachat to Sisrael, and he used the opportunity to, so to speak, uh, make mockery or, so to speak, speak disparagingly against Hashem. That's also why over here it changes the Pasuk. Until now, for example, if you look back in the passage before when it's talking about um, Midian, before the story of Ayud, so it tells us in the passage there was that Midian also oppressed in Bukhaska, and it says, Vayizaku, in Israel Hashem, by the case of Asniel, and then again it came to, came, came to the case of Midian, Vayizaku, with the Zayn. And here it says, Vayitzaku, with the Tzadi. What's the difference between them? What's the difference between a za'aka and a tza'aka? So it's interesting. Um, the Vashem explained that the difference is that so to speak, a lashon tza'aka, we have you with the tzadi, is more of a lashon tfila. Vayizaka is the lashon the person cries out in pain. Tza'aka is more of a lashon tfila, is one of the lashonis of tfila. Tza'akli v'amir Hashem. And why was it here more tefillah? Because here there was an element which was um, maybe more pure than in the previous times. And that is, like we said, the, what's described as being what Sisra did wrong is that he was always uttering chirufim v'gidufim against Hashem, like the Midrash says. And Ukai uh, davening to get rid of Sisra had an element of Yishmoyna. It was uh, because... He's standing and Admosa Hashem Yecharev Tsar. You know it's Ayyav Shimchal and Netzach. How long is Hashem is Tsar, the enemy, going to be allowed to get away with impunity even though he's disgracing Hashem Shemayim? We're subject to hearing somebody speaking bad against Hashem. Even the Allah is a person here, someone. Speaking from from Klapimari, has to decree. And there are more rights, and today we're not knowing like that, because the Goyim did it all day long, and if that's the case, Nims Galenu Kulam Kruin. We would never be able to design, but make a idea. We would be able to do that. If we uh, hear, I. The, the whole breeze meant to be quite Well, if you know that someone in the last, let's say, Kufa, we should go here, you know some guy in Ekta, let's say, Kufa, we should go here, right? If we can stop him, we should try stopping. Now, especially when Klai is has a malchus and they can enforce us. And it's also one of the shemits of Nenach. Birkas Hashem is one of the shemits of Nenach. Besides that. But either way, it, it makes a chil Hashem. He wanted to stop. So here there was nothing they could do about Sisra. Sisra was stronger than they were. But at least they loved it. Right. Now, and therefore here also, because the surah of the Tfilah was different, and it, was, it wasn't just the Tfilah out of their 
oppression out of their tzaras that they had was that it was a certain amount of tefillah because of Fad Shemayim. So the tzura of the Yeshua also came differently to other times. And that is, like we said, rare for the time of the Shoftim. Whereas most of the Shoftim had been, or until now, a lot of them still see, were appointed as leaders to save Tal Yisrael. We'll see when it comes here to the Surah of the Vera, there wasn't what she was appointed to do. So having given us the background, this was 20 years that Sisra was in control and he was oppressing Tal Yisrael. So now the path is a different point. With Vera, Ashes, Isha, Nevia, the Vera was a lady who was in the Havi. Ashes, Lapidus, Hishatis, Hishal, Besahi. So it doesn't say like it says, but the other Shaftim, Hashem found them with Shia for Tal Yisrael. Hashem found someone to save Tal Yisrael and sent him to the job. Like it says in previous times here, it just says that the Vera was already there. She, and she wasn't as appointed to be a Mashiach. She was in Nubia, and she was doing her job as a Navi of being a sh- Now, like we said, there weren't so many Nubia in the Kufa Shafti. The Tand Lelia, when he talks about this Pasuk, asked the question, and that is, why did we need Dvara to be a Nubia? Pinchas was still alive, and Pinchas was a Navi. So if Kaisal needed a Navi, they had a Navi. So how come we know the Dvar as well? And there's also a certain element to the question that if there's a, a man who can do the job, the Maharaj Kodesh Baruch appoints a lady to a point of communal prominence. So Eliyahu and Navi answers the question. A very famous line from Eliyahu, Rabba, Rabasi. And he says, He says, I'm giving evidence, I'm giving Eidos. That Ben Ish Ben Isha Ben Yisrael Ben Ben Akum can be zayichah that the shechinim will rest in the refi masim. In other words, that the ability to become a novi is totally in a person's masim. And if a person's on the spiritual stage to become a novi, they'll become a novi. Today, obviously, it's not like they're not but we'll talk about spiritual levels the same way. And that is that it's, totally, it's not that Hakadosh Baruch Hu appoints somebody, so to speak, because he needs someone. It's, if someone's zaycha to get to that stage, they'll become, then they'll get zaycha to never. And this also, we understand this is sort of turned the video, and we understand something else also. The Gemara says in the Gita that under in Israel, the Vim Kifan Gyatsim Mitzrayim, that there was 1.2 million Vim which were in the Kuf of Taisha. Now, if you make a small cheshbon, right, the town was the Kuf of Nova. The Kuf of Nova started in Matan and ended by the time of the Churban Baisal, by Vayis Rishon. There were a few of them who were still alive and continued to give them until their, death, their, their deaths. But even, at, let's say, from the time of uh, the commentary of Israel until the time of the first Churban was 890 years. Right? We're talking about 1.2 million Nuvim in less than a thousand years. You're talking about more than 1,200 new Nuvim every year. And, and Navi doesn't just live for a year. Nuvim for 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, I don't know how many years. Right? So we have a fortune of Nuvim overlapping. Which means at any given time in Israel, there could have been 20,000 Nuvim. And same question. First, we don't know the But why is Hamim Nuvim? If Hashem wants to speak, he has his spokesperson, he'll speak. Whether it's Shmuel in his door, or Yeshai in his door, or Yechazkel in his door, or Amish in his door, whatever else is going to be. HaKadosh Baruch has his Nuvim. He has his messengers. Why do you need thousands and thousands and thousands of Nuvim? And the answer is, and it's the same you said, that the Navi who was chosen to be the spokesperson for various messages was the Navi Hashem chosen that job. 
but Nevoah was open to whoever wanted to achieve Nevoah. It wasn't a closed field only to the one shliach in each dog. The dogma. Let's make it similar to today. Right? The dogma. Today we don't have Nevoah, we have nothing near Nevoah. But let's say, right, we're not going to say today one second, how can it be that there's so many uh, Rabbani, how many, so many, so many Roshay Yeshiva today? At the end of one Rosh Yeshiva, and then the answer is not. Lema'asi is it's not limited to one person. Anybody who is Barach, he can, he can do the same. And the same thing applies to Nebuah. Nebuah wasn't something which was closed only to the one person in the dark. Whoever was Oyle B'Targeng deserved to get to the level of Ruchna so that they could hear Hashem speak. We become a Navi. We become a Navi. And therefore here also, we don't find that it was exclusive, exclusive. That only, only certain families, only certain uh, like a closed group of people who become Nebuah. Nebuah was open. It's open to ever wanted to achieve the birth. And everybody else says, there's no question why, why the very was in the view. She was in the view because she worked on herself to get the level of the birth. Yeah. Was it unusual that there were people in class that were going to a lady? Oh, so now the question just is, is that we don't even know how many ladies. We don't even know how many ladies in the view there were. But out of the, like I said, 1.2 million in the view, how many were men, how many were ladies? I don't know. It doesn't tell us. A lady could become the, and could get to that target like a man could. The shine is, uh, why was she the one who was then was judging Israel? Why was she the one who was, um, so to speak, taking more of an active role when there were other Nevim who were men? The Chayyim in what sense she can be a Navi, she can experience the Ruchnis and communicate with the Kaddish Baruch But the matter is, why does she get end up in the leadership position? So it's interesting. Chazal Dorish on the words Aishas Lapidus, also Midrash, that the that Tavira, when she became a Navi, used to give Drashas Kalapidus. Used to go and give people Musa. And uh, Lapidus is like literally flames of fire. And like we said, even today the expression of Drashas, which is Chazal Lavisaj. She used to go out and give Musa. And uh, that was her Maila, which is something Pinchas wasn't doing, which we saw previously, but she was tiny on him. Well, I wasn't using the opportunity to to teach Kaisal to you know he said he was studying in the Bessin Hedrum, the Bessin Midrash is a Kohen Gadol, but he didn't go around and and give Musa or encourage Kaisal, and the Devarah did. The Devarah did. She went around giving Drashas Kedavidos, and we made that he shot this Israel by Esahi. Now, to men, yes. She used to be on the Nechitzah and she gave Drashas to men. There's nothing wrong with hearing Musa from a lady. No, I hear Musa from a lady all the time. The point is, the the point out that the Chara, it's even there was a rare occasion, let's say in Jewish history, that a lady was the the leader, and that's why it says Ba'isahi. Why? Because even though Ba'atsam and Khanami, it's more correct that uh, a man should be the leader. It's not quite a lady to be in the public sphere. And if that's the case, um, the, it will fit into the category that Nevi'im can only uh, do things which are different um, on a once-off basis, not as a, they can't change the Torah. So that, that, that basically, at that time, Nevi'im was Nevi'im because she understood that was as Nevi'im she got because she was meant to judge Klai Yisrael, but it wasn't a long-term thing. It was that period of time when there wasn't anyone else. 
There wasn't anyone else to do it. So it wasn't a long-term etzer. Now, that's the one, that's the one shot. That lapidus means that she was Dorish, Dorish's kalapidus. There's another shot also, and this is brought in the Gemara. And that is that Vera's husband was called lapidus. Not that he was called lapidus, but what she used to do was that she was married to some fellow who wasn't a Tamil Chacham, and she wanted him to become a Tamil Chacham. So what she used to do is she used to make psilis, which are long wicks, for they used to use candles to see by. So if all the better midrash used to do, make wicks and donate them to the better midrash, they have wicks to learn with at night. And she used to send the husband around to all the better midrash to provide wicks for the candles. In the hope that if he's in the best midrash, you know, the, 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 the shirim going on will interest him, Torah going on will excite him, whatever it is, will become part of it. And that, 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 that bring that was the Gemara says that the Hesphos was that she was Aishas uh, Lapidus, literally the, the lady, the wife of the man who, of the wicks. In other words, not that he was, uh, that was uh, that her, her distinction, other, it was her chachm that made him into something, and that was through the wicks which she prepared for him to do. Now, how was she shaved with Klai Yisrael? Alezalach, that they can't be a shaykh. So Taisus has a question in the case in Shas. Tosus gives one of two answers. Tosus actually gives three answers. In three different places, Tosus asks this question. On the very, how could the very shaft is Israel, Allah is a lady, can't be a dying? It's actually can't be an aid. And Tosus gives three answers. One place Tosus says, which means uh, to, to be an, a dying, to make a shikla das and to judge Allah, um, then any khalam need a man. But if someone's coming as a novi, to tell you what Hashem wants, as a novi, so anyone can be the Navi. Whoever's right to be a Navi can be a Navi. Which means an interesting thing. There was a possibility of being shepherd in the Buddha. And as a dinner of Levi Shemayi, maybe would have applied at the later stage, but when they were in the Vim, you know, it's not so passionate. The Mashmos of most of the is not like that. The Mashmos of the Rosh is even the times of the Navim, the Navim couldn't Paskan Alpi Alpi in the Buddha, that the Paskan Alpi Halafa. Right? We already brought an example once. Example, the famous Mechalikas which surrounded David Amalek was at Moyavi, within Moyavio. In other words, the dinner is in front of a girl from Moyav. And you apply to a man or to a lady. Right? And there was a Mechalikas on this between Shmuel and Lavi and Doeg. And, uh, and the Shaila was about the Yechus of David Amalek. Could David Amalek, was, was he a Jew? Was he a Jew or not? So Avne said that Mukublani from Shmuel and Amosi were based in that Allah is Mahavi So why does Shmuel and Moshe based in So we die from that. Because Shmuel didn't say this Allah with her Navi. Shmuel said Allah with her based in it. was a psaq. It wasn't a So to say that the Vaira was Shafit of Pinavur isn't so fascist because it's not fascist. The dinner of Levi Shemayim would have been also the Shafit of Alpi, the principles of Allah. This is the other well, answer. No, to say who it belongs to is just meaning the guy is something we don't know. But this, the, when the Gemara says take him, and when the Gemara says Tishviyane, so they say Tishvi betarda tamil chacham, not betarda the navi. Now the. The, the next answer Tosus gives is that she wasn't Shafet, 
and it says that she was the judge. And she told the sheriff to make the pasuk. So there were men who were the actual judges. So they came to pay rice. So she told them. She told them what the rachi is and whatever the case was. And then they could pass them based on her Messiah, or based on what she told them. As the second answer of Tosis. So she was shaped, like, so to speak, behind the scenes. She would tell them what the rachi was and they could pass them based on what she said. And the third answer of Tosis says, and that is a din that if the, the two baladinim are makabal, someone on them to pass them, so then they can makabal whatever they want. And if that's the case, they have a makabal lady to be the arbitrator. So the rachi is allowed to decide for them. And therefore, the Vayra was a Shafet Yisrael, an arbitrator who was chosen by the both sides because since they used Rukha Kodesh, they relied on her to rule decisions. Right, there would be a big difference because the Mashmaz of the Pasuk is He shot this Yisrael, as Lashon Yachid. Now, the normally that Akhir is that one person is not a base there. But if it's here, there's a dinner of an arbitrator, so you can say, Ne'am Ne'am You can choose one person to arbitrate, and then you can have three. Similarly, if she was coming as the Paisak of that, you know, to teach them the Racha, the same thing, she did it by herself. Because she, they were just, uh, she was just advising that, you know, she wasn't part of, she wasn't acting as a base. Okay, so she was Shafet Yisrael. V'yeshevet Tachas Tamid Vayra, Ben Haram, Ben Baisal, Ben Ephraim. She used to sit under it, the, her palm tree, which was between Rama and Basil. Rama is just moving to Shlain, Basil is in the middle of her frame. They used to come to her for Mishpah, like we saw before. Why is it significant that she said under the palm tree? So, no, so there's two reasons given here. One is of the Halakha and one is of the Ashkafa. Al halachically, they say the reason is it should be Be'yichud. Right, if people would come to her for a din, it could be one that would come for a din Torah. It should be sitting in a room or in a house somewhere, the Mishra Be'yichud. Right, so therefore, by sitting under a palm tree, which Tafti shows a palm tree because the palm tree, the branches are very high. It's not like a tree where the branches are lower down and could shield her. But, I mean, it gives you the shade because the branches are up high, but there's a great height between the ground and where the branches start, so it's completely open to every side. Right, so everyone could see what was under the palm tree. So remember, there was an easy way to have a yichud, which was she said under the palm tree. Um, that's the one, that's the answer of the halacha. I'll be ashkaf or midrash. Uh, the Mitch is there to this, that she has a palm tree because just like a palm tree is a lady echot, um, same thing with her trying to do is bring Christ to the lady echot of him Shabbat And this is an important point to talk about because we talk about in the book the kufa of, of the virus in the via, we have to understand in Ruchnias also what was she trying to achieve. That's the Chazal telling us here. But her tafir was to try and bring Christ to um, to be to to return Lev Echad Avim Shemashimai. Why was that important? Because that was the Milikin Agaveda. The enemy was the Kharashi Sagoy. The enemy was all the collected, scattered groups of Knanim, like we saw before, who regrouped under Yavin. And, but they were all the, 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 the Knanim who had been in Israel, who had the remains, who had gathered together and united, and they gave them their Kayach. And therefore, for Kharashi to be able to conquer that, it's trying to do the same thing. If Kharashi would come back, Lev Echad Avim Shemashimai, then that would counter, so to speak, spiritually the power or the influence of Yavin and Sisra. Right, so that's the, that's the drush of Ajahn, the, the Tamar, because she, that was meant to be a symbol of, so to speak, what she was trying to achieve as well. Right, that's the Akdama who, who the Vera was, and uh, like I said, this happened before 
the conflict with Sisera. She wasn't chosen just for the just for the, the battle. She was already the Navi and the leader before that. And why is it important? Just like we said, because just like here, Klai Israel's Tefillah had a certain extra degree of Rishem Shemayim that they were davening that uh, the main complaint against Israel that he was, so to speak, speaking against Hashem. So we made Hashem gave them a Navi to speak B'Shem Hashem to counter that. And it's going to see, we're going to see also after the various victories, we'll still learn about Dafka yet. The only time Shabbatim that someone sang Shira. And someone sang Shira after a victory. There were other big victories too. Whether it was Ayo or Gizan, we're going to see later on in Masa. We have any Shira. It was Dafka yet was a Shira because that was Mamish Shemir Kenegi Mida. Kenegi the Rad, the sister spoke, and that was the Kreshel Davin, the Hashem Shastavim. So Kenegi that, we were given the Shira, which was to praise Hashem. This is a little mess there, exactly what the share was.